so glad you're here today. Jesus is preparing us for eternity. He's telling us what he's thinking and working to get us on the same page as him. Because we're so worldly, we're thinking about the natural things, and he's thinking about eternity. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. I thank you and praise you for helping us to see what you're doing, for, for giving us eyes to see and ears to hear what is happening in the spiritual realm. We thank you and praise you that you're telling us things to come and even telling us that we're not ready, but, of course, telling us how to be ready. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory. And so the word that he has for us extends somewhat from yesterday. We were talking about we don't have because we don't ask. Or when we ask, we ask amiss. And so what he's encouraging us to do is to ask him to not do things for ourselves, but bring glory to his name. As in Romans 12, too. Romans 12, too, tells us not to be like the world, but be transformed by the renewal of our mind to know and understand and think in line with him so that we can prove for ourselves his will is good and perfect. And so, in other words, whatever you're believing him for, do that and then say, I didn't do this. God did it. I asked him and he did it. I abide in him and he abides in me. I'm his witness. And so whatever I ask for, he said he would do it as I represent him. And so that's what he's asking us to do. He's coming. We're to be pre preparing the way for him and abiding in him, living in his kingdom right here on the earth. Just doing the will of the Father, not worrying about our lives. We, he already knows what we need before we ask, but being busy about being that witness, getting up every day and sitting with him, basking in his presence, hearing his heart, knowing what he's thinking, and come in line with that. Get on the same page as him. And so everything that happens in your life that other people notice, you're going to say, I didn't do that. God did. I didn't do that. He healed me. I didn't pay for that. He paid for it. He gave it to me. He paid my rent. He paid all my bills. He healed me. He cleansed me. I have no more sorrow, no more pain. Because I'm so reliant on him, I just casted my care. As he said, cast your care on me because I care for you. Stop getting stressed out. Ask me for peace. Don't try to do it yourself. Just relax and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I'm weary and heavy laden. And you said with you I can find rest. Just refuse to worry. Just absolutely refuse to worry. Say, I cast my care. I'm not taking it back. He already knows what I need. 
He already has a plan. And you know, that is getting ready for eternal life because you have to have that peace. You have to be walking really in the kingdom right here on the earth. He said that. He said that we should pray his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And that's witnessing for him. That's being a witness for him. When all your needs are met, according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus, when you need no outside assistance, that's the place he wants you to get. And that takes resisting the enemy. Jesus said, as soon as you hear the word, as soon as you hear the gospel, as soon as you hear the good news, the enemy is going to come and try to take that from you. And he uses anxiety, he uses worry, he uses lust of the flesh, anything to steal that promise from you, to steal God from you. And Jesus said, if you didn't understand this one simple truth, you would not understand anything. Satan is out to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. And so you got to fight. You got to get to that place where you have that abundant life. And that's why Jesus is telling us the mysteries of the kingdom of God. He said, if you don't understand this one principle that you are in a war, the enemy is going to come and try to take Jesus from you, your healing, your peace, your joy, your contentment. He's going to try to keep you on the wide path, on the wide path, saying that you are a Christian, but still you have no manifestation of his glory you're not proving his will is good and perfect. You haven't changed your mind because he talked you out of it. Because you're only hearing the word. You're on the wide path with everyone else. You're not doing the word. You don't have the revelation knowledge of him being against you. So Jesus is asking us to walk in that narrow path and resist the enemy. No, he's going to come against you. But just continue to not do for yourself. Just rely on Jesus. Because by doing for yourself, the enemy has you. As we talked about, when you're going after stuff, it's your God. And everybody's on the wide path. It's wide, and many, Jesus said, are on it. But there's few that find that narrow path. I want to be one of the few. I want to be on that narrow path. You know, it seems like sometimes, and this is the pressure the enemy puts on, you're going without. You're living less than. You're, you're a Christ follower and you're living less than. But really what's happening is you're learning to rely. And when you press through and the manifestation of his will comes alive in your life and everything that you need is added to you, they're going to see a complete difference. They're working. They're working and fighting and, you know, trying to do for themselves. And here, you just get it added to you. Jesus adds it to you. And they're going to see the difference, and that's what he wants. He wants you to bring glory to his name. And so in the beginning of living this way, the pressure on the narrow path is going to come. 
But your part is not to give in, to sit with Jesus, to rely on him, and follow his principles. And then, as he is your God, you didn't do what he did it, that's the way it'll turn out. You'll be saying, I didn't do it, Jesus did it. I didn't do this, Jesus did it. He healed me. He sat with me when I cried. He counseled me. He corrected me. He was with me on that narrow path. He's recreating me and his likeness to be ready to enter into the kingdom of heaven. I'm totally reliant on him, which is what faith is. If we're not totally reliant on him, we're reliant on ourselves, the world's way. And he's going to say, I didn't know you, you who practice lawlessness. Because you're not going to know. You're not even going to know you're not right with him. You're going to be in the dark. Either you're walking in the light and revelation knowledge, or you're walking in the dark. And when you're walking in the light, he's, he gets all the glory. You're being that witness. You're that bride without spot or wrinkle because you're being recreated in his likeness, living in heaven on the earth, of course. And so in living his example and showing who he is, you are part of gathering in those who are lost. You are a worker. The harvest is plenty and the workers are few because the workers are detained. The enemy has stole the word from them. They don't know the truth. They're living in the dark. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. They don't have knowledge because they've given in to the lust of their flesh. The worldly things are hanging on to the stuff. And so they can't see clearly into the kingdom. They can't hear Jesus. They don't know the sound of his voice because their attention is on the world, the worldly stuff. The enemy has stolen the word from them. Jesus said that for a reason. He said, if you don't understand this, you won't understand anything. As soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come and try to take it. But we have his power. We have the word of God. We have him teaching us. So we don't have to give in. We can recognize him. We won't follow the voice of a stranger. We'll already know what's up. And, you know, being out on the water, if you fall in, he's going to pull you out. When you're trying to follow him, of course, he's going to be there for you. He's going to help you. He loves you. Revelation 3.20, Jesus said, I'm knocking at the door of your heart. If you would heed my voice, that's the only way it works. you got to heed his voice. You have to do his will. Because if you don't, he can't do anything. It's your choice. He will not force himself on you. You have to do his will. So he said, if you are willing, if you'll heed my voice, I'm going to come and live on the inside of you. I'm going to be your God. You're going to be my people. And I'm going to lead you and righteousness. And whatever you ask for, because you abide in me and I abide in you, I'm going to add it to you as you represent me, as you prepare the way for me. I'm going to be there for you. 
But if you don't hear his voice, then you really have rejected him, disregarded his command. And then on that day, he's going to say, I didn't know you, you who practice lawlessness. When you practice lawlessness, you're really telling Jesus no. When you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, what you're saying is, I'm in agreement with you. I want to prepare to live in your kingdom. Teach me, correct me, Revelation 3.19. He said he corrects those that he loves. So, if you want to say that prayer with me, with me that would be wonderful. And then, if you say that prayer, please let me know. I would love to know. And if I ministered to you in any way. So let's do that. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for the offer. We thank you that you are willing to come and live on the inside of us and teach us, correct us. That you want to bless us and teach us the way to eternity. We thank you that you've called us to be your witness. You've called us to bring glory to your name just by living in your kingdom in reliance on you. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. So good to us. So, the Word is Him. John 1, 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word is God. And so you got to look at the Word every day to be strong. you got to be filled with the Spirit. And so as you ask him to come and live on the side of you, that's what you're saying. Fill me with your spirit. I'm in agreement with you. And then look at the word and do the word. Don't just look at it. Lots of people do that. They look at it, they know it, but they don't do it because the pressure comes and it seems too hard. But when you make that decision, Jesus besides said you can't do anything without me. He's going to empower you to obey him. He's going to make it easy. And when you get off the path, when you start turning the corner to the wide path, he's going to give you that icky feeling. If you push it away, he'll go away. But if you listen, he'll show you the way, the truth, to get back on that narrow path that leads to eternal life. He's so good. He's so in love with you. And that's why he's telling us. He's telling us things to come. He adores us. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.